0: hi this is Brennan davis from bedrock games and the bedrock blog and i'm here with adam and joel for another episode of horror express and tonight we're doing the 1968 film rosemary's baby this is a movie about a young pregnant wife in manhattan played by mia farrow who comes to suspect that her elderly neighbors are members of a satanic cult and are grooming her in order to use her baby for their rituals um it's based on a book that came out i think a year or two before uh the book's actually quite good the movie's a classic film it's directed by roman polanski uh it stars uh mia farrow like i said um you know so do we need to do we need to break down the plot any further guys before we weigh in or is this is this a classic enough that we can just get right into talking about it
1: yeah and are spoilers even relevant to a movie that's this old no
0: no you can't no obviously there will be spoilers in this discussion, but no, you can't, you know, okay. <laughs> that's, that's your one warning. Foles. Yeah. In fact, going forward, I'm going to say we have a strict note. We're no spoiler warnings ever on horror express anymore. I think, <laughs> I think, will, yeah. You I, will, yeah, you will be spoiled. Yeah. You that's will be spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, yeah, so I don't honestly
2: what... I think that, I think this is a pretty tough movie to spoil, actually, though, because one of those things where the ride really is the movie. I mean, if you know, oh, yeah. I knew the ending the first time I watched this, but
1: yeah, it, same. yeah, yeah. I have never seen anything before this. No. Yeah, because uh, it... never... I'll go ahead, Joe. I'm sorry. Like I said, I'm agreeing with Adam. I've never seen this movie before this one time. I've only seen it once and I knew everything was going to happen in it because it's just that culturally embedded so
0: now that's interesting. So, so it was. This was your first time seeing it. How, how do you feel about the movie? Like, did, did it live up to the reputation that you think it has, or did it, oh, it fall short? It
1: exceeded it. Uh, this movie was amazing. <laughs> it's really good. It's 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 based on performances, um, and atmosphere, and those are things I love to see in a horror movie. Uh, it's actually it's frightening in a in a deeply invasive psychological way. And it it sticks with you. I still, I'm still thinking about this movie. I watched this what over a week ago now, and I'm still thinking about just how creepy it was. So yeah, I
0: I, this blew my
1: expectations out of the water. It was so good.
0: Yeah, this. I mean, this had even by the time I saw it, this had been in the air, and you know, and so Mm -hmm. you you knew you knew the plot line before, before, before you watch it. And I think Adam, you were saying the same thing. Yeah, so,
2: exactly.
0: Um, so I don't know, what do you think of the movie, Adam? What's your overall opinion I, about it?
2: I think it's fantastic. It's probably been 20 years since I've seen it, but it it's a movie where I've remembered everything just because it, it, you know, it just stays in your head that well. Yeah. And, but that didn't diminish it. It wasn't like it was boring because I knew it all. I just i i enjoyed it just as much as every other time i've seen it because uh you know as joel said the performances are fantastic it's just really good suspense too in this movie i mean everything is just played perfectly
0: yeah i i think there's like a simplicity too to it that makes it mm-hmm. easy to remember because it's been a while since i've seen it and i yeah i i i you know i remembered most of the details it wasn't like you know there there were a couple of things where you know it's like oh okay i forgot about this scene but uh, but mostly everything's kind of i think because it all takes place in one location basically it's really kind of all set in that apartment in the it, i think i think i think the exterior shots were the dakota but it has a different name in the um in the movie yeah. uh yeah yeah I can't remember what the name is. Oh, the Bramford. It's called the Bramford. It's like this yes. gothic looking, you know, place. And it just has this atmosphere to it that Joel is talking about. Um, but that it's, it. I don't know, it's it, it just kind of, it's almost like a hangout movie. Do you know what I mean? It's really like you're yeah. you're spending most of the time hanging out with the cast of Vets and Mia Farrow and her husband, uh, you know, Rosemary and Guy. Um, and, and just to give my opinion, you know, uh, I I I think it's a great movie. I think it's 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 probably if not the best one of the best horror movies in my opinion. And I know I'm yeah. always shitting on art house movies, and this is technically kind of an <laughs> art house. Yeah, this is kind of an art house movie. Well, I shit on art house horror movies usually, and this is definitely kind of in that in that style. But I just think that it is such a good. It, it's it it's so effective. Your resistance. It's yeah, good Well it's... It, deny. I don't know. It it's it, it's before the art house horror movie trend really started. Do you know what I mean? It's I, like I gotta, uh,
1: You and me, Adam, we gotta tag team and force him to watch a racerhead or some kind of David Lynch joint.
2: Well, yeah, yeah. We'll I'll, some I'll, kind I'll of show David you affecting arthouse.
0: Well, I'm not I'm not even talking about that stuff. I'm talking about in more recent years. I'm talking about the more deliberate sort of attempts at that. Like, you know, movies that are like I don't want to get into it, but like, you know, just well, I, okay, give us
1: one example, just so everyone kind of knows what you're talking about. What was that because movie like... that
0: came out a few years ago? The Hand handmaiden, I think the, the Korean movie there was, was that the name? Oh of the yeah, movie? no, I, the... I think I remember what you're talking yeah, about. I, I must've been the only person who despised that movie. And it just, it just, you know, I, I, I don't know, just films like that just, you know, generally bother me.
1: Well, and um, I, here's the thing. I, I think that there is a part or the witch
0: the witch was another one the witch oh, oh the, like the witch?
1: no no well no. i'm not gonna force you to watch midsummer then but i might make you watch hereditary which i think is affecting and, and here's the thing i don't know that it's because here's the particle of me that agrees with you it's a very down-to-earth particle probably the only one of my body that's keeping me attached to earthly gravity but this particle says to me it's not about the presentation or the messaging of a film or its construction it's about how it affects Affects you, and Rosemary's Baby has all that wonderful presentation and embedded imagery and ideas, but it is affecting, and that is the single mm-hmm. thing that, that elevates it past its mm. kind of
0: uh, upturned nose art house status. Well, and also a lot of the art stuff it does is really good. Like the dream sequences are unbelievable. Ooh, you know, those and. Are And and I like how most of the supernatural stuff takes place in the dreamscapes in the movie. So it makes it really unclear: is she going crazy or is this real? And I, you know, that kind of blurring and making it so mundane is the thing that makes the movie scary. Do you know what I mean? That the fact Mm -hmm. that the fact that the horror just kind of slowly creeps up on you, and it doesn't even matter if it's Satan or not. Like you know, like you know, and we'll get to the. I know we want to talk in that in more depth later but you know that that idea of how it just doesn't uh you know whether whether this is a you know fantasy that she has in her head because she's trying to grapple with how constricted she feels by what's really just a mundane marriage in a, a society that makes her <laughs> feel this way or whether it's this you know really dark satanic conspiracy the, the, the it's 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 equally horrifying somehow because they because of the way it's done um yeah well it's
2: it's also effective too because by grounding grounding the effects of the horror are all coming through you know basically through mundane channels mm. it just it just it's it's why it keeps it so believable and grounded there's never a moment where you really have to suspend this belief in this movie it just kind of moves in these very practical steps throughout the whole plot
1: And they make us sympathize and identify With our protagonist And Mm -hmm. so her paranoia becomes our paranoia Her delusional Like break from reality Or entrance into an occult realm Of Satanism and evil Is something we're experiencing along with her And like her, we're as confused About the reality of the situation And so there's this this feeling of like Going insane along with with Your point of view uh, character That is wonderfully associative
2: well, the, the doctor scene is great for that, where she runs Absolutely. away and sees that doctor, because then, you know, she's she, she starts spouting off everything about, you know, her situation. And it's like we, we've been completely with her on the ride. We're completely on board with everything. Yep. She's totally right about this. And she starts saying it. and You're like, oh, my God. Yeah, it sounds crazy. crazy right? Yeah. Crazy bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's such a great effect in the movie. You know, it gets me every time.
1: It kind of reminded me of uh, 12 Monkeys, actually. You ever see that one? Yes, Yeah. It's not clear yeah. if the protagonist is insane or a yeah. time traveler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I loved that about that movie, by the way. Yeah,
0: and, th- and this is similar. And it's a very, you're very much rooted in her point of view. Another thing I liked about that scene, Adam, is the phone booth scene where the guy appears. Uh, it's, it's just, it's kind of a jump scare, but it's probably the most effective jump scare I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I is. and I think that's why I like the craft of this film and why I'm willing to give it much more of a pass than some of the other higher level horror films, just because it's like it, it it's all done to make to add to the horror. You know what I mean? And well, it, it, I mean
2: the thing is too. I don't know that it's even fair to consider this an art film, even though Polanski went on to become well mm-hmm. infamous and a really well known yeah. director, because it is a William Castle produced movie. Yeah. You know, I mean it's the the House on Haunted Hill guy that hired him to do this. So it's like, you know, it, it it's it's like a, it, it's both at the same time. I think
0: you know yeah no and i and i i generally don't think of it as an art house film it's just that i know that i've seen it described that way enough that I, yeah, it, yeah i'm
2: sure there's enough critical yeah. analysis of this and, movie in that direction because there's a lot a lot to unwrap in this movie
0: so so let's talk about the characters first because i think this is a character movie like i said i feel like it's a hangout movie it's a to me it's a uh-huh. hangout horror movie um You know, or hang out, hang
2: out. I I, I only I only resist the term hang out just because that makes it sound so relaxing when it's this really (laughs) tense.
0: Well, but here's the thing. If you if you stripped away all of those other elements, it would be a relaxing hangout movie. Right. But it just they it adds in. It's 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 a hangout movie with that kind of attention. Do you know what I mean? But like, if I, I you know made if you made yeah. like Roman and Minnie less sinister, if well, you they, made Guy less sneaky and evil, could be an episode it, of Seinfeld. Yeah, it could be an episode of Seinfeld. Well, I know. Um,
1: it, I would call it slice of life. Is the term I would use? Because but isn't it, of the, yeah, the root yeah. of mundanity to it? Okay, it, it's a it's just a human situation of people. Going like they're in a marriage, they get pregnant. Their neighbors are a little kooky. Like that's what's happening in this movie. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah I, because 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 in a way, like the horror of the cast of vets, you know, it, it, it's it, it's sort of on two levels. Like it's like they're 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 Satanists, presumably, who you know are trying to get her to have Satan's baby. But but really, what makes them horrifying is just how they intrude into her life and don't leave. Do you know what I mean? Yep. It's like yeah. so. You know, um, but yeah, yeah I, I don't I'll oh, go ahead. it's such a it's such a weirdly mild but
1: very real social horror, you know, because it's like she the the thing that keeps it the thing that allows them to invade is her inability to find a polite way to tell them to screw
0: off, and like that's so real to me well, that well, that's like her whole character's thing is she's kind of well, here's what's interesting to me. she doesn't start like a lot of people describe her as very meek and and submissive but she doesn't start out that way in my opinion at the beginning of the movie she's the one that says yeah. let's make love do you know what i mean and the and the husband just starts taking off his pants like he was just given an order do you know what i mean like that scene to <laughs> she's me she's
2: also the one that initially wants to go do that thing with the couple too she's yes. the one that's, and she's the one that kind of speaks up at the crime scene with the uh, body too which is what gets their attention but yeah she's a very active person early on in the movie definitely yeah.
0: and then she becomes more submissive as the movie goes on guy becomes more yeah, yeah guy becomes more domineering um you know what did you guys think of uh of of rosemary as a character and of mia farrow's performance this is a real
1: this is a performance for the ages man uh i honestly it... Like, if this didn't win an Oscar, I'm gonna be like that's gonna completely discredit the Oscars as a um, institution for me because like dear Lord, it's 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 almost perfect for this role, right? It, like you said, it's someone who like has an identity that we kind of get to know. and then we slowly see them get more like psychologically and socially like distanced and isolated. And we see that effect happening in real time on her psyche. And at the same time, that brilliant performance, which is kind of external to this is happening, the movie does this great job, and she does this great job of positioning us to, to identify with her as our point-of-view character. And, like, I'm nothing like that actress at all, but I was her while this movie yeah. was going on, and mm-hmm. it's, it's ingenious. So I don't know what alchemy, they. I don't know what percentage of that alchemy, that magical formula was her performance, but it had to be a lot. And she just completely slugs it out of the ballpark. So I loved it. I, I was spellbound, dude. Three to five stars, I'd say, probably.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I, th- I think she did a great job, and I think that I, I love the I love the dialogue that her character has. I don't know about the I don't know if it's the performance of the words, but something about the language that she is using. I it's, uh, it it's really, really hard to me. credit. Yeah,
1: you know, because because there was a writer, there was a director. Uh, you know, there there was her, there was a cinematographer. Like that's that's the always the argument against film as art, is there's a lot of people involved. Who do you give credit to? Uh ultimately yeah, well, this, I,
2: was an, this was an acclaimed novel before it was yeah. a movie, so you know. Yeah, so there's a lot
0: of genius at play here. Yeah. Uh, and they didn't have to change to... much from the novel to make it a movie. Roman Polanski no. said that they, this was like one of the easiest scripts for him to work because
2: uh, he, he it was yeah, it was a case where they bought the movie rights before the book was even published. It was one of those situations. Okay,
0: yeah. I feel yeah. like... Did that happen with The Exorcist as well? I feel like there were a few movies... I don't movies know about The
2: there. Exorcist. I mean, Jurassic Park was a case of that.
0: Okay. That's a famous example. That's... Uh, I think with The Godfather, I think something like that happened with The Godfather too. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Where I think it was written... In in 2001, obviously, would be another one where the... you know That was even more because he was writing it with the director, I think. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, but uh, I, I, I thought that her performance was great. I thought the character, I don't know. She, she seemed to me, she reminded me like, again, like her background is she's Catholic and her name is Rosemary. So she's kind yeah. to me, she's kind of like a stand, like she's kind of like by the end of the movie, she's like the, the not Mary. She's like the anti-Mary. Right. But like, I, I, to me, she looks like, like, like a lot of, a lot of, you know, a lot of my cousins, a lot of, you know, a lot of. Women I've known over my life, you know, so she just had a believability uh, as a, as like a Catholic character, Um you know, yeah. and and so, you know, for me, you know, that aspect of it worked, too. Um, yeah, they
1: they got the Catholicism right with her, especially the part where she wasn't any longer a Catholic. That's so because I mean, like I went to a Catholic church when I was a kid. There's a reason I'm an atheist now. Like it's it's not friendly as you grow older, but like you do. Like I still find myself like in times of stress, like remembering uh, like certain prayers and, and certain catechisms. It just it sort of sticks with you, you know. It's sort of like the the rock that's somewhere deep inside your mind. And she she does that same thing when things get really stressful. She kind of returns to it, not even so much out of faith, but almost like a familiarity. So they really nailed that.
0: In like the dream sequences and stuff. The, the dream you, sequences yeah. too.
1: But I mean, she she even mentions it at one point where she used to be Catholic. Uh, deeper into a pregnancy whenever she's getting really sick Mm. and um i don't know what she does exactly but like the the reference of it seems like the sort of attempt to kind of cling onto it as it's slipping away
0: well there's the whole sub not subplot but the background thing of the pope right and 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 roman has the whole conversation with her about you know don't don't feel like you have to adore him just because he pretends to be holy and (laughs) yeah and he sounds a lot like like any like i feel like this was sort of a strain of of conversation you would hear you know from that period up through the 80s and 90s of uh of uh you know older men that were sort of distrustful of organized religion do you know what i mean I, i've encountered a lot of romans in in my in my lifetime so that <laughs> that conversation was very believable um well it's
1: believable and then in retrospect it becomes like much more insidious which i love
0: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah now, adam did you have any comments on on rosemary or can i move to um Minnie and roman
2: you... Uh, I think you pretty much covered it. Yeah, it's it's a fantastic performance.
0: So so what about the cast of vets? Uh, these they're to me they're, they're the best part of the movie. You know, uh, uh, you know, Mia Farrow definitely was a great performance. She you know she she, she is the yeah. star of the film. But the the cast of vets uh-huh. are like the eccentric <laughs> relatives that you you love to have over once a year to your house. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, this, more this is a quick, that,
2: so. a quick, quick thing to bring up too. You asked about, you know, who what won the Academy Award. Ruth Gordon. So the, she she won the uh, award.
0: She, not that me, I. I. That's definitely that mini character. Because I remember reading the book, and I don't remember what my perception of the character was in the book, but in the movie, it's a really weird choice. Like choice, yeah. I guess you would say. I don't know. Like it, Because it's like I remember the first time I saw this, I was like, well, I don't I don't understand exactly what she's going for, but it's working like like it's familiar. Um, And it's
2: it's weirdly believable as a New Yorker at the same time, mm. too. It's just this just this really strange variety of human being.
0: I feel like it's like her and Roman are a weird combination of sophistication and crudeness. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And like and exactly. she's sort of the crude side of it, and he's kind of the more sophisticated side of it. But they both yeah. have this crudeness to them and they both have this sophistication to them. Um yeah. but definitely she is like uh I don't know. And also she's there's something scary about her. I don't and I don't know uh-huh. what it is. There's something really scary about her.
1: Um and when you realize her ability to to kind of like, you know, crazy aunt her way past social boundaries into your life yeah. is something that is a practiced and again nefarious skill put towards a truly dark end. It it has this wonderful element of recontextualizing something that was uncomfortable but you know, believable to being like infiltrative and and and, and terrible. I love it. Love it. There's a lot of that in this movie. I, I will praise this movie yeah. a
0: lot. It, it really got under my skin. <laughs> yeah. And uh and Roman is definitely an interesting guy too. Um, it, it, I mean, I guess he's the villain, right? Would you say he's the villain of the movie or no? Is he? <laughs> well, that's a good question. Is he? The, it, I mean, it, I guess it's, it depends I on mean... how on how sympathetic you are to the satanic cult in the movie. You know, like... <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean, you seem pretty jovial about the whole the year is one thing. Like,
0: honestly. Well, so here's the thing about that. Like, the whole movie builds up to them revealing that th- that this is like some kind of satanic cabal. But they're kind of a satanic cabal. Like it's not, it's. It, 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 by the end of the movie, you, you, I mean, they are evil. They, the woman says to her, like, you know, you know, breast milk or no will kill you, honey, right? So like, they're definitely mm-hmm. evil. But, but Roman, his father is kind of a martyr for the cause, right? Because his father was, granted, his father supposedly, what did he do? Bring Satan into the world in some way or something. <laughs> I forget what he did, but he, he got, he got lynched or something because of it and so you know roman is obviously getting revenge for that but he's also getting revenge for all of the people that were burned during the witch the witch craze so you know there's kind of an interesting but i don't know and also it's so when they do reveal that this is a satanic cult it's so over the top that it's like, it's, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like not. Yeah, it, it borders on comedy. It's unbelievable
1: yeah. the kind of like tension. And it's such a weird blend of mundanity. And like that's, I want to use that word really specifically because it really does feel like just like a, a weird bunch of eccentric rich people going to a strange but significant baby shower. And then the literal son of the devil is in the crib. You know, and it's almost like a an SNL sketch. It's just such a there's a punchline.
0: There's a punchline in the scene where she says, "You know, what did you do to his eyes? His eyes," and he says, "He has his father's eyes." Right? Like it's right. a <laughs> yeah.
1: That's like a joke almost. Yeah. But the movie, it because it's the payoff to this terrific journey we've been on. It it manages miraculously. To escape comedy and become actually really haunting and nightmarish. And there's yeah. a surreality to it where you, you buy it just like you would buy the kind of dream logic if you were if you woke up screaming from this dream. Uh, it, and it lingers with you in the same way. God, I love this movie, dude.
2: Yeah, it goes back to what I was saying at the beginning about this movie. I don't think you can spoil it because I'd, I'd literally seen the clip that's the end of the movie in some documentary mm. on horror movies, horror movies before I even saw this. But it's like no, knowing exactly how it ends, it's still still just really powerful.
0: Well, and by the time I had seen it, the 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 words "Rosemary's Baby" just referred uh-huh. to, like people just knew that meant like you know the son of Satan. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it had already, so so it's 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 but but it's also like because there's it, the a lot of the scariness in the movie I think comes from like this unease about. Is this like really a satanic cult or is this like, uh, you know, is this a hallucination or is like, like, wh- like, where are the lines of reality? You So you're just sort of.
2: Well, yeah, we never see anything overtly uh, supernatural. We yeah. never we never Not see
0: the baby. played away as a dream or something. Well, yeah, we never yeah. see the baby. Yeah, You, you, you um, don't see the baby the only thing you see are the dream th- sequences and there's that that great moment during the dream where she says this is really happening this isn't a dream you know which mm-hmm. i thought I, I don't know that that to me is not like that's like up there with the phone booth scene with the yeah you know um but but like everything else in it is all kind of you know like hutch dies but that could have been natural causes um mm-hmm. you know the guy the other guy the other actor goes blind um and guy gets his big break because of it but that could have been you know natural occurring thing um the the girl that threw herself from the window i mean she 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 by her own words she had a very messed up life and it's not inconceivable that she would have you know committed suicide for some reason so um but yeah i don't know i uh, uh but again i guess you know it, it, I, we the, the question was, is Roman the villain? And like, do, do, I don't know, do you? Yeah, so is, that...
1: is Roman the villain? And really, I think the question, you've got to pitch, and it's a hard one to, to figure out a way to catch this. This is a real curveball question is, what is villainous in this movie? Because there's no hero in the movie. Like there's a protagonist, no. certainly, but she's almost entirely a victim, you know, and we, we're victimized along with her, really. Uh, but there's, there's no, this is a hopeless world where, I mean, and it's, there's, there's not a hero to contrast. So who's the villain? I mean, Roman's a villain. If you consider, you know, a guy that is implicit in the, the cultish impregnation of a woman by the literal devil and the creation of the antichrist to be evil. Yeah. He's definitely a player in that, but so is everyone else in the movie effectively because you're either a villain or you're dead by the end of it.
2: Guy is like worse than Roman to an extent because oh, he's yeah. doing this to his wife, which, yeah. <laughs> which is just a betrayal on a huge level. So, yeah, it's, if, it's if, really so if we're going to say there's gross. a villain, that would be my pick for the mm. the primary villain as far as the story goes. But, you know, it's just, you know, well, yeah, Roman, it's... He's just he's just your typical satanic cult leader. He's just doing... <laughs> He's and, sure. he's, and he's got like a
0: Mark Twain vibe or something.
1: There's some. there's, yeah. there's, a, there's... He's, he's unctuous. That's your word. Yeah. That's what he is.
0: But yeah, I like Roman. I I, I think. Uh, I mean, I I kind of agree with you, Adam. I feel like Guy is kind of more the villain, but he's so uninteresting compared to Roman oh, that I yeah. feel like Roman about you know, that.
1: Yeah, he's just I putrid mean... and cowardly but... and, and sleazy. Roman's actually charming, so I want him to be the villain.
0: But oh, but man. it's interesting to see how Guy does change over the course. Like, he starts out, like, kind of like a nice guy. Like, almost like a... I don't know, he seems almost like a... uh, uh Like a, a really, like, modern guy who isn't going to be, you know, imposing any kind of restrictions on Rosemary or anything like that. And then by the end of the movie, you know, he's he's sort of, you know... Uh, you know, helping to create this whole elaborate canopy over her world. You know, yeah. And,
2: it's, it's, it's very interesting how they set that up that way that, you know, that it is just this complete reversal there and,
0: and an indictment of actors, which I thought I, you know, it'd be interesting to get your opinion <laughs> on Adam because, because all the whole thing is she's like, he's an actor, you know, he's selfish. He's all this. And, you know, yeah, so, yeah. but,
1: I know a lot of actors that that scan. They're not evil. They're just you know, they're just actors.
0: But it was that was a good choice because it's believable. It's like okay, I like we have this in our head that Hollywood is like this cutthroat place. Do you know what I mean? And so it's like I can believe that the husband would be willing to sort of do these things in order to get these breaks that he's even if even if they're not working. Maybe maybe the satanic cult is having no impact. But you know, (laughs) yeah,
2: well, that it's yeah, it's just his ambition is his ultimate evil thing it's like you know he, he just everything he does is driven by that you know it's just if it's going to help his career
0: he's going to do it the other thing i like too is how all the members of the cult they kind of just seem like normal people they're really like they're not they're not like exceptionally attractive or anything like that they're not exceptionally ugly they're just kind of like normal vanilla people you know what
2: what what actually what's interesting all the old people including the cast of ads the basically polanski's direction of the casting director was he wanted all like classic golden age hollywood actors in those parts so it's like it's so it is kind of interesting they've all got that vibe of you know kind of you know golden age hollywood acting to them which kind of uh is a whole different thing than, than, you know, Mia Farrow and her younger friends are doing. They're what doing it, the more, more it, 60s style acting.
0: It reminded me of going to, like, my grandmother's house and being around uh-huh. elderly relatives. That's how I felt with, with yeah. the, the members of the yeah. cult. And, like, church ladies and stuff like that. Like, that's, like, especially yeah. Laura Louise. Laura Louise felt like one of these overbearing women that you meet at church that, like, tells you <laughs> what to do. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. um and She's got like nothing going on in her own life, so she projects it all onto other people. That you know, and and you can see her doing that to the Mia Farrow character, where she you know, she doesn't want to let her rock the crib and all these things. Um, yeah,
1: she sort of needs to be the important person who's rocking the crib. And I think that that's what really makes this movie have that strange sort of uh, I don't know, synergy that it has is that you're right, these are just people, and and they're all their foibles are there too. Like, you wouldn't expect mm-hmm. these people that brought about the apocalypse to be kind of like your weird aunt, but why wouldn't they be, you know, you're still talking about humans here. It's not like the disciples of Christ were anything but like flawed, basically normal people. It's the same thing here. And that, uh, I don't know. It's at once both believable
0: and more surreal that way. <laughs> so what I, or the other thing I wanted to know about is the dream sequences. What's up with JFK uh right there's, there's john f kennedy is definitely in that dream sequence or am i mistaken i feel like i feel like one of those characters was jfk Sorry, was uh, maybe i'm mistaken maybe i maybe i read jfk where there was no jfk
1: <laughs> a lot maybe. of people looked like jfk during the 60s i'll like to point out
0: i could... yeah i uh, i didn't notice
2: it okay it I'll me, maybe i'm wrong
0: perfect. i, I could have sworn oh. that that, like, the pilot of the ship had, like, a heavy Boston accent and looked a little bit like John F. Kennedy. Oh, um, okay. And I, and yeah, and I also... On there. And I'm pretty sure... Yeah, I don't know.
1: Um, I mean, that might have just been, like, a, an, a technique to link it into the modern world. Because, like, at that point, I mean, like, JFK was really... I mean, he was the president of the United States. He was pretty culturally saturated as a personality, too. Well, he had, an and he had just been assassinated
0: a few years before, so, mm-hmm. like... Yeah, you it's know, a huge but,
1: national tragedy. So like and he was a
0: Catholic and he was a Catholic right
1: so that's sort of the thing that would show up in your dream you know like if you were just if you were in her yeah. shoes in the 60s and just kind of dreaming yeah and I think that we actually see her dreaming a, a similar dream at some point in the movie before she gets drugged and then has that kind of dream that it sort of gets corrupted halfway through by this like invasive
0: element No, um, I'm sorry ah, man. um but yeah so I don't know maybe, maybe I'm wrong on that one um, I don't know. I, I don't. It, you might be right,
1: but like, it still seems it fits really well in the fabric of the movie, in my estimation.
0: Now, what did you guys think of her decision? I mean, I'm assuming, assuming you think this this is what her decision was to to be a mother to Adrian, the son of Satan. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what was your take on that?
1: Well, at the point in which it happens in the movie. You've already kind of felt her heartbreak of of having, like, trying to protect her child from what is an evil cult film movie. And it turns out the cult had the child's best interest at in heart the whole time. And so it, it kind of twists your expectations in this really perverse way. And you mm-hmm. sort of feel that same sense of protectiveness. Like, I'm a father, you know. And so for me, like, when my kids were little bitty babies, there there were these moments of, like, intense and terrified protectiveness of them. And I couldn't imagine something so tragic as losing one of them. And it it happens. It's a real horrific tragedy when it happens. So, like, it's not like, it's almost like he's resurrected for her as a character. And speaking in a parental sense, like, emotionally, I don't know. I don't know how blamable it is. Like, if it was my kid and it just happened to be, uh, this is actually, my ex was actually the devil, which, I mean, no dispersion on her character. She's a fine, upstanding lady. But if it happened uh i I, mm, I don't know what i do uh the parental instinct is very strong so it's uh it's one of those things where i don't mm. and a lot of movies a lot of modern movies kind of put you there where it's you're kind of choosing between your natural inclination to humanity and empathy versus like the greater needs of the species of humankind, hmm. like that, was kind of the question, the, the big philosophical question asked in the sixties. Like Star Trek, kind of asks that too, you know, like what is the right thing to do in that situation because your instincts are screaming at you to do something, like your your heart is telling you this is an innocent baby, I've got to protect it. But then, like innocent baby like, with lambent eyes, and even if it's a monster <laughs> and a demon and the literal son of the devil and
0: going to usher in an apocalypse i mean like well here here's something that i was thinking of it's also her realization that she's very important all of a sudden do you know what i mean mm -hmm. like you know like that's a that's that's a pretty big it's not it's not mary but it's it's a very close you know a second in a way um Mm -hmm. so maybe maybe you know maybe there's an appeal to to being you know that significant you know yeah, well, so you know, you get, there is a,
2: there is a visible status change when I, what's her name gets moved away from the uh, yeah. from yeah. from the crib. There, it's uh, so it's. I mean, yeah, that's it, definitely
0: part of it. It's notoriety, yeah, it's, it's, but it's still you know, yeah, fame. You know, um,
2: I mean, plus, you know, I mean, it, even if you so. I mean, walking away, what's walking away going to do? I mean, it doesn't solve it. Right, this is going to happen
1: no matter what, right? Yeah. Like, the Antichrist is here, you've got a a well-armed ruthless cult protecting him you couldn't do anything the whole time you had nine months to stop this from happening and you couldn't do it. Like, you clearly are not cut out to assassinate the son of the devil therefore, what options do you have? You can leave and burn with everyone else, or I don't know I'm just saying, like, especially as an atheist, like, I don't believe in all this hubbub. So whatever actually happened is immaterial. I got a baby to take care of, man.
0: Well, yeah, but here's the thing: if like, if I saw a baby that was clear, like, had the eyes like that, I think I think uh, you know, any doubt that I had about the, you, know, you know would would vanish, and then it would be you know, and then the choice you, would you become just... very real. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, but no, I, you just. I don't know. Sorry, go ahead.
0: No, no, it's okay. You
1: can <laughs> No, please continue mocking Brendan. I'm going to <laughs> you superstitious pitchfork wielding simpleton.
0: I'm not superstitious. I'm just saying if 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 like you experience what Rosemary experienced, you're gonna you are going to you are probably not gonna have doubt. You're gonna believe that these things are true and then it's just a question of, well, to which side am I on? Um you know I also um
1: I also saw a movie. Uh, no, a a made-for-TV series. and I read a book called Good Omens. I don't know if you guys have read. I've that read one. Good yeah. Omens. That's a good, um, good book. And like, I'm a real, I'm a real uh, nurture versus nature kind of guy. Uh, so, I mean, I feel like if anyone could turn the the son of the literal devil into a complete loser gamer kind of dude who would do nothing with his life, <laughs> it would mom. be me. Make me that dad. You know, I will teach you the ways of well, elf games, my boy. Well, that's
0: the other thing is maybe she thinks that she can correct his yeah. nature by being a good mother to him, which is which is all yeah, Roman really asks her to be to this. Right. Yeah.
1: I, I want to see a sequel to this where he's just a failed actor and all like like everyone, all the, the really like old guard Satanists are dead. All the new ones are just like completely baffled. They're like, is this what the I devil think, wants from us? I think there's a made for TV
0: sequel. Uh, called what happened there's, to there's Rosemary? A
2: Sp- se- there's a sequel book and a sequel movie, both which are different than each other. Yeah. Yeah, but and the, but the but book came out in the, the '90s, time. right?
0: Like the book came out way later, right? And the yeah, uh, and the movie I think came out a few years later because it had the lady that played um Minnie in it. Um, uh, it was, I think yeah, so yeah,
2: it was probably more like ten years or something. But uh, I could, it was I don't know.
0: I don't. I could <laughs> be wrong. I could be wrong. I did.
1: But I, again, I I pitch the question: Is it as stupid and great as that though? Because I think my vision for it is even better. I think so. I think the the Joel Clark Rosemary's Baby too big disappointment. Um,
0: I mean, I mean that definitely has the makings of a excellent comedy. Like the failed the failed Rosemary's Baby, who's like you know supposed to be the Antichrist, but he's like you know he's he he's you know the whole movie is about him finding that special something that'll make him. You know, really...
1: I want to I have want to cast Rob Schneider as Adrian. Jeez, man, I, think, I don't know how to be
0: the son of the. Devil. I, I think that would be a great movie. I feel like, I, like me and like the ten other people that would still watch a Rob Schneider movie would be perfectly entertained. I, you know, but. Uh... Yeah, yeah. No, I mean he's great. I, I I like Rob Schneider, but like definitely it's it's like you know he's not like a.
1: Well, he kind of became a self parody at one point. Yeah. but I, I genuinely like Rob Schneider. Well, I I
0: he was making those. I was I was dating my now wife when he was like making all of those movies, and those were like our those were the movies that we always watched for the Rob <laughs> the Schneider kind movie. of bonding movies. Yeah, so yeah, I have fond memories of Rob yeah, Schneider, so like,
1: and Bruce Bigelow. Yeah, Deuce Bigelow. Bigelow Deuce Deuce yeah, Bigelow is yeah, Deuce a big Bigelow. part
0: of our courtship. You know, Part One and Two. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh wonderful and
0: uh and what was it the animal and you know all that oh idea. yeah um but uh but yeah so um yeah i don't know i i i sort of i am sympathetic to her in that scene i sort of understand especially when like the hell she's been through and she mm-hmm. finally comes out but like and also roman's pitch is perfect like the you know you don't even have to join us. Just be a mother to him. That's all you have to yeah. be. You know? um, he knew That's, how to
1: sell that dude. He yeah.
0: is the best salesman in the world. I wanna see the, the, the my my biggest issue with this movie is I never get to see what the hell he's saying to Guy to turn him. Like like I mean, we know Guy is a shady person, but like Roman must have really been he must have had a really good sales pitch for the whole you know <laughs> this is what we're going to do to rosemary and you need to make sure it happens and your dreams will all come true like that's yeah that's uh <laughs>
1: and like he it was one evening because i remember like he got really involved with roman the first time they met him and then yeah. he's like i'm gonna go over to roman's place alone and talk to him and that was like the one evening roman was like okay this is when i gotta sell him and he did so i kind of just want to see that scene you know yeah yeah it would I, I, movie for us immersion wise speaking but like honestly oh i want to see it so bad
0: i i feel like roman that first night must have just been saying like look it's all about the big breaks and like i know you know i know the ins and outs i've you know a man of the world and he's kind of whetted his appetite for it and then the mm. next night he kind of maybe told him but I don't know. I I, I know that there was a remake where they do explore that. And apparently it was not very, it was a really Uh horrible movie. Um, You know, I haven't seen it, but I've heard that it was not good. Um, And also like, you know, you you can't remake Rosemary's Baby. It's just like, it's like, uh, you know, there's there's like a handful of movies that if you try to remake them, you're just.
1: It'd be like trying to remake Citizen Kane. Like
0: what would you even do? You know? That's like the remake, and
2: they made it a mini series too. And every I read some reviews of it getting ready for this, and everyone said it was like too long. It's like, yeah, I mean, it's it's like Rosemary's Baby is such a perfectly paced movie, so yeah. I, I don't know why you go let's stretch this whole thing
0: out. <laughs> well, there was that remake of Psycho where they did like all the shot for shot, like everything was the <laughs> yeah, same, yeah. but it was just weird. It you know, like I I, I I saw it once and that was it. I never needed to see it again.
1: Um yeah. I don't think people understand how important the original version of some of these films are like how much they really are works of art that can't be replicated. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hollywood seems to have this idea in its head that they can just reboot things and it's like look I know you've made another I don't know Blade Runner or or RoboCop or whatever but you really don't understand what was good about the original and what was impossible to replicate about well, it. Well you, you know RoboCop why was it RoboCop.
0: I have a theory about it because it's it, a lot of what makes RoboCop work are the quirks of RoboCop mm. and like the things yeah. that that today a modern audience looks at it and they say oh that doesn't that's like weird that's that's that's, yeah, that's kind of cheap. Yeah and so they they scrubbed all that out and they're like we're going to make it perfect we're going to make it presentable for a modern audience then it loses its soul in the process and it's just not the same how ironic that a corporate board of executives
1: killed robocop like isn't that exactly what you would expect to happen it's true and it's the same thing with any kind of remake like you can't you couldn't put rosemary's baby past the test audiences nowadays right like they destroy it they'd be like why wasn't that woman sticking it to her man like it That's only one of many perspectives. We're like, this is a stupid feminist movie. It's all about the woman. Like, it doesn't matter. Test audiences would hate it because those always go to the lowest common denominator. And everything that was good about this movie would be annihilated. And trying to
0: translate it to a mass market appeal. Yeah, no, that's you right. And, and I would say this is kind of a feminist movie. There's definitely like a oh, yeah. feminist theme. Yeah,
2: it's it's great because I mean it, it is, but it's like it, it just it's not something anyone talks about or that's mentioned in any heavy handed way. It just Lays everything out through the actions that happen during the movie. So yeah, and it, it's yeah. it's perfect in and, that regard. And it
0: can be read different ways too. There's like enough ambiguity and enough. um There's enough layers that you can you can sort of have. Dis- it's not like well the message was clear, and so there's no discussion after we've seen the movie because we know what they were saying. There's, there's yeah, a there's a lot to
2: discuss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no.
1: it's one of those kind of timeless works of horror. Uh, it actually reminded me a lot of Frankenstein when I was uh, watching it, because and not because they're similar, but just because it's one of those things like you're talking about where I could talk about this movie forever. Like I'll mm-hmm. I'll be discussing Rosemary's Baby 15, 20 years from now. Like, well, what did that scene mean, or is this this is a new interpretation I've I've discovered? Like, how much does that hold up when you hold up against the context of the movie? Mm-hmm. Like. Because I can turn Frankenstein around in my head a million different ways. It's such a rich, powerful story, and this is the same thing. You know, for for being as personal as it was, it loses nothing of the horror, and it, it sort of it says something like extremely difficult and true about like the human experience of pregnancy and and the sort of isolation and terror that can go along with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, having something grow fantastic. inside
0: of you like that, you know, I mean, even even I can think even the. I feel like it's it's kind of a body horror movie in that way. It because, is kind of, but, but it's a body yeah. horror in, in the same way that like Alien is, where
1: like even well, a healthy pregnancy is some like parasitic and invasive. You know, very, you don't have a lot of
0: say in it. Very interesting. There was a there was a, a, an adventure scene in the black box set for Ravenloft that combined Rosemary's Baby and Alien together for like a concept for an adventure. Um, I could see it. But yeah, I think I think there is similarity there because that's kind of like Rosemary's Baby in space almost the way that the, the you know, that the that they pop up you know the ch- the the chest bursters.
1: Um, well, and how how wonderful that there are such different avenues to explore the same kind of ho- kernel horror concept of like what about what if pregnancy was let's just look at the natural scariness of pregnancy and yeah. let's see what's scary about it. And Alien yeah. is so visceral. And and this is so psychological and they're both yeah. terrifying and, and, and masterpieces of horror.
0: Well, and you could see that like this could just be a normal pregnancy where she's having pain. And again, because they keep referencing her Catholic background, she's just imagining that it's like Satan inside of her and... You know, like the son of Satan's like what I, what I keep picture, whenever she says there's sharp pains, I picture, oh, maybe the baby has little claws and he's like digging. You know what I mean? Like that's just the image yeah. that pops into my head. Yeah, that, uh, it, that
2: you, get, you just get it's, it's uncomfortable and unsettling throughout this movie with the pain she's having, because, yeah, you feel you you only have your own imagination to fill that space, which is probably more horrible than uh any effects they could have done back then.
0: No, And they do that a lot. Like a lot of this is about your, you know, what, you know, you're imagining, you know, cause it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's so I, 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 but that, that in particular, and also the, you know, just the idea that, you know, she's, you know, like Joel said, she's carrying, she's carrying this, you know, this child for nine months. And there's like a, you know, there's an anxiety and a horror to, 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 to that experience that they're sort of, you know, and I, and again, I think, I think, it's probably very different for male viewers than female viewers i would imagine but like it's still kind of like you can it still puts you in the headspace of like you know like any any kind of invasive growth in the body do you know what I mean like there's still the you know um and so i i don't know i i, I to, to me it's like it's like one part gothic horror one part body horror is kind of how i'd how I, describe yeah, the movie.
1: I think that's yeah. I think that's a really good way of doing it, and the and the gothic element is important because like there is something classical about the horror in this. I mean, at the time, especially that it was made, this was very modern as a movie, right? Like it was it was it was intensely psychological. The female was the point of view, which was kind of a rarity in Hollywood at the time. It's powerfully stylized, really smart and rich and immersive, but like there is something classic about the construction of the horror. There is a cursed child from Satan, you know, um, blending those elements could not have been any mean feat, but it's beautifully done in this movie. Now,
2: yeah. Well, I thought the whole being isolated in this apartment too, in this creepy building is a very Gothic element all by yes. itself too. Mm-hmm, so yeah. that adds, that adds a lot to that Gothic feeling
0: that the dreaminess and just uh-huh. like the, uh, <laughs> just the, the nature of the evil that's potentially coming in the world but like yeah. I, I i did want to get your opinions if 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 somebody were to put put a gun to your head and say okay was this really a satanic cult or was this a hallucination or what what would your interpretation be like what what, what where do you land after watching the movie
1: mm, I, I feel like it was a cult i think it was a satan cult um I, I think that the creator, like the author of the book, and I think maybe even the creators of this movie sort of regret that it was that explicitly actually a satanic cult. And this was literally the devil's kid, but I think that's what it is. I, I don't think it's arguable or I, I don't feel like it's arguable from like what we see in the movie. Like, no. yeah, we never get to see the actual devil. Yeah. We never get to see the actual devil's baby, but it's pretty clear that's what the movie is positioning us to believe. And it's leaving it vague so that it's horrible to us. You know, we we fill that crib with the most horrific thing our minds can imagine, because we can't imagine. We're not supposed to. The the yeah. vagary of it is to add to the horror, not to lessen the reality of what they're dealing with. That's how I feel about it.
2: Yeah.
1: But what if it wasn't?
2: What if an it interesting perspective. But well,
1: what? What if it really wasn't? What if this is a deformed child, well, and what well, happened here's... was they just got like. Then the question for me becomes like, who? They didn't literally invite Satan to impregnate her. Then, who was it?
2: Well, my so my, I think my, it... my answer to the the question though is that it's definitely a cult. I agree. If you want if you want to argue anything, you can argue. I mean, if you get to the point where it's not even really a cult, then everything she's seeing is so disconnected from reality that we can't really determine anything. But I say it's definitely. But it's it's a question: is the cult actually supernatural or not? That's really yeah. That's, that's the question but, I would ask. But, but I like... I just tend to think yeah, it is supernatural. I think it's meant to be. They don't do anything to dissuade you from thinking it is. You've got you obviously everything can be a coincidence, but. I don't think it makes it a better movie. It's it's not an interesting interpretation of the movie if they're just crazy people. I don't think I don't think, so. I don't think the movie works as well.
0: I tend to I lean mean, on it being supernatural, but I feel like there's a strong case to be made for it not being as well. Yeah, I feel like that. And I feel like that's intentional.
2: That it's Not as powerful a movie though, which is. like I don't know why you want to go there.
0: Well, I don't know. I think it would be because then, then what it suggests is that she's totally crazy. Like, like when they're saying hell, Satan, that's her projecting that onto them. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a. This is
1: more a movie about her going insane. Well, it's more about her. I mean,
0: what what I would imagine the case to be is that there is still this oppressive social network around her in some way, but Uh they're just it's just a normal you know. You know, intrusive family members, intrusive neighbors, you know, husband that wants her to do things that she doesn't want to do. Things that are more mundane, but because, I don't know, she's schizophrenic or something, she's projecting these things from her well, childhood okay, so onto it. That, um, and, that's, and that's not my interpretation. I'm just saying I, I could see that being... Yeah. Like, I think yeah, too,
1: you I, need another leg to that. That's one leg, you know, but the other leg is what's actually happening then it would have to not matter cuz the movie makes
0: no oh like, i mean what could actually be happening is that she's crazy so they've taken the baby away from her if you, you know, but if like... you get
2: i mean then you get to the end of the movie and like we said we had that interesting yeah. conversation about would you look after the child yeah. Is she making the right decision yeah. And you're taking that all away because she's just, I don't know, looking at a doll or something in a insane asylum, well, and it, it it's like, be, well, there's no, it, there is no choice. So well, no, I, I, a I
1: choice to embrace madness rather than grief, and I think that is a choice that's interesting, but it isn't as interesting certainly to me.
2: Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, it's, it, 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 it can be an interesting choice in a movie. I agree. I don't think it's a totally irrelevant yeah. question, but I don't think it's the movie question this movie is trying to ask. No, and
0: but. I think, I think once you get to the end it gets a lot harder to make the case for that thing i think uh-huh. leading up to it though the argument for it would be you never actually see anything supernatural except in the no. dream sequence so in the dream mm. sequence you do see what looks like satan having sex with rosemary and she says this isn't a dream this is real so you know there's that i've said that in that, dreams though. yeah, so yeah. <laughs> well that's why that line's so brilliant everybody's said everybody's either said that or had that thought and it's really scary if you have it when you're awake. If you have it in a dream, that's one thing. If you have it when you're awake, then it's a really horrifying experience. But like th- that that that's really effective um but it also really creates this strange dividing line in the movie where all of the supernatural elements are contained in dreams and the one supernatural element that matters we never actually see. And so um again though that could just go back to like adam was saying well but then it's just a question of is the cult really magical or not and have you know supernatural powers yeah Um, I, i don't know that last scene i think is what deflates
1: the argument that it could be her just being insane because she literally goes in and there's a cult there and the only thing we don't see is the baby and it is a somewhat dreamlike scene but like if that's not what is literally happening in the film and the film postulates it that it really is like that's how it's positioned in the film what is happening the, well, I, the film again, give does anything that could be happening. No, I, So we would have to interpret that as a complete break from reality or something like that. And that's Well, I think I, mean, I think it was crazy and it was a dream at the end is a very unsatisfying ending. No, I don't think
0: I don't think it would be meant to be a dream. I think what it would be I think that her, what it would be meant to be is that her break from reality was so severe that she's interpreting another type of social gathering situation with the baby as one thing and it's actually something totally different. Do you know I'm what I mean Sure. And
1: if there was yeah. any clues from given to us from the movie that that was the case i would agree with you there's not like yeah it's just you
2: know the dynamics between the characters too it's not even like they're all interacting with her we've got i don't know i it just doesn't feel to me like that Mm -hmm. kind of you almost have
1: to willfully misinterpret the ending of the movie to get to a conclusion that it's anything but the, the thing that we've already pretty much established that it has to be
0: I and don't know. Even, I, f- I feel like that scene could be that way. I mean, I, again, I don't. It's not my interpretation, but I feel like I feel like that's a the valid.
1: The of our group. I swear to God.
0: <laughs> no, no. I just, I just, I, I. I it's it's dreamy enough. It, it's not like a normal because, like I said, it shifts right into comedy. There, do you know what I mean? So it's like. It's not like a normal part of the movie, like the rest of the movie is. It gets really weird. But it's not it's,
2: like the dreamy parts either, though. I mean, when this movie does get hallucinatory, it gets like hallucinating. No, that's actually true. That's are. true. So I'm saying, if this, I feel like if she was hallucinating in this scene, the movie would push harder with it because that's the way. I mean,
0: maybe, maybe. I, I just feel like it could be again, like her filtering reality wrong is kind of like. Because, like, the, sure. the, the idea. But, but again, yeah.
2: I, I think there, it's what well, I feel like there's definitely a tone of unnaturalness to that whole scene. Mm. Yeah. But I feel it's more kind of an element of just creating atmosphere and suspense mm. than trying to say it's not real. But I feel like there is. There is a strange vibe to that scene. I'm interpreting it differently, but I agree with you on that.
1: There is a good one. And here's the the thing about that vibe. We are being presented with a reality that is more preposterous than it being a dream, right? We're being presented with a reality Oh yeah. literally she is the mother of the devil and the (laughs) devil's baby is in a crib. And all these people really were in a magical witch cult that tricked her. And made sure to carefully manipulate her reality, such as that this would come about, and are now celebrating the birth of the Antichrist. That is ludicrous. That's so much crazier than her being crazy. No, it is. And the reason is. we have this dreamlike tone is because that's the only way we could, A, buy that, as it's presented in the movie, because of how grounded the rest of the movie is, and B, because we are now in a place with Rosemary where we are going insane. <laughs> right? Right? Because she has to go up to this crib and look at the son of the devil, who is actually and arguably the son of the devil, and be its mom. And we have to be able to swallow that decision. So I honestly, like, I get that vibe and I agree with that vibe, but I think that that's why that vibe is there.
0: I mean, it could be. I don't, you know, I don't know. I, I. I feel like I'm also maybe going off things I've seen Roman Polanski say about the movie, so that's why I'm kind of open to the... I, I would the... be interested to
1: see what his argument was for well, how it could be anything but that one I interpretation.
0: Saw, I saw an interview with him where one thing he really emphasized was that nothing supernatural occurs in the film except in a dream. Um, and, he, and, he, and he said, and you're not supposed to really know if she's crazy or if this is really happening to her. And he also said, but it doesn't matter in the end. That was the other thing you well, said. Well,
2: yeah, and I, and I think I think too to say that you're not sure if she's crazy or not. I mean, that's that is a question it wants the audience to ask mm. during the movie. I mean, yeah, that should be should be part of it. But uh but I mean that doesn't mean that I think it's leaning towards it being one or the other. I I think I agree with you he probably did it from the perspective it could go either way. That was probably what he was aiming for. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and like people, I said, I agree
0: with biology. I agree with your interpretation. By the way, I'm just saying I no, can no, I, see. Yeah. Playing devil's
1: advocate on it, the other viable interpretation has to make the last scene of the movie. These are not supernatural people, but they are a cult, and there is a deformed baby that belongs to Rosemary in there that was sired by someone who wasn't the devil, but absolutely wasn't her husband. Uh-huh. So we're left to fill in some very strange blanks there. What? Who did the cult get to stand in for Satan? Was it Roman? Was is this Roman? Yeah, I mean, baby? no. It
0: could well. It could have just been what Roman said. You know that he had sex with her when she was asleep, and that's how she got pregnant. Well, he Dude. he said the devil had sex with her.
1: Like it wasn't. No, like, no. Was then the, like...
0: the the next day when she found the scratches, he said, um, "Oh yeah, you know I got you know I was a little drunk too, and so it could have just been that explanation." Do you yeah, know what it, I mean?
1: so so it is just. This is just her natural baby, and this cult believes. Well, it I to think, be I done. think,
0: I think, what the appeal of that reading of the movie would be is that the idea of that that she's so horrified by all of these, you know, just the idea of having the baby, the idea of all this stuff going on, the idea of the life that she's about to enter into, um, that that imagining that it's a satanic cult is actually maybe more comforting for her mind. Than the reality of just being a normal mother. Do you know what I'm saying? Like okay, so what you you're know.
1: saying is she's hallucinating everything about the Satanism. So, so her baby was taken away, and what we're actually seeing is her version of what, like the baby. No, shower? no, that that's like the,
2: ba- the that's the yeah, What's like it? that's the, like the baby. shower. I don't, shower think, that, I don't think the narrative mis- really deals with her having a fear of having children, though. I mean that she's she's fearful for her child during the movie, but I I just don't get that as being a a fear yeah, I mean, of being a mother from no, her I'm
0: not, I, no, I'm just saying that the 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 I don't know, I, I I'm not sure. I I just feel like there's a, a case <laughs> to be well. No, I mean I'm I'm speaking. I'm I'm thinking as I speak here, but like I feel like but there's I a that. I feel like there's a um there, there's definitely something about that where I could see that they were going for, you know that that this is all just mundane and there is no supernatural explanation and. And that, she, and and again, I would point to the scene that Adam talks to, where she's just like rattling off all the things that have happened, and you're like, like oh, "Oh my yeah. God, this is a crazy well, person." Like not- I said,
2: yeah, it's definitely deliberate. That they're making you question her sanity, but I hmm. still feel that the actual through line is, yeah, she is not crazy, hmm. but it's important to the the feel of the movie that you you are wondering about it okay. as you're watching.
1: That's, that's she has that idea. doubt, too. Like she's, she sometimes feels like she's going crazy. And yeah. that feeling of uncertainty about reality, I think... And here's the thing. I, I don't know that I, I swallow your interpretation or any, any argument can be made for interpretation as outside of this is the literal son of Satan just because of how clear that feels in the movie. Mm-hmm. However, I will agree with you this, Robert, and I will say that that feeling of being uncertain is central to the horror of this movie because that feeling yeah, of yeah like, that i agree divorcing with. from reality that is also inarguable about rosemary's baby and one of the most terrifying things about it one of the things that like really invades into you and stays with you afterwards
0: yeah so, no, that, that, and that and that's sort of, and again you know I I, I I i think the you know the um the fact just the fact that that last scene is just so weird to me it is the I mean, weird yeah. scene um but either way, like I said, I agree I I think it's the son of Satan. But like I can see the argument. Yeah, I know. It's... You're you're... Yeah. Well, you're you're going Mike to colossus on us. I agree. No, no, I think what I'm trying to say is I think that's what they were trying to do. I think that's what mm-hmm. I think I think that was the goal of the movie was to make both interpretations viable. I,
1: I think what you're trying to do is be a contrarian, sir.
0: No, no, I'm not. I I'm not cuz <laughs> <laughs> definitely not being contrarian. Uh, <laughs> but, uh... All right, so we we gone on for like an hour here. So, uh and most that, that of it I think I, was I, one yeah, yeah, most of it was the debate over whether it was a dream or not or whatever. Um but did we did we address the two forks topic that you wanted to raise, Joel? You had mentioned two forks in this movie. I don't know if you recall that before the podcast. Oh yeah. Now what was what was the point of that? I, uh, I had such a not I a movie like... about satanism, but a movie about being in the vulnerable position that Rosemary's in. That was your I feel like we've pretty much covered that. I okay. I, think it,
1: I don't know if it's possible to to talk about Rosemary's Baby, without talking about the kind of like fork and the horror. Oh, mm. uh, well, actually, you know, we, we didn't talk about the cultural impact because so that's really the point I was going to make with it. Because the thing that sucked with people, like a broader audience, with this movie is that this is a movie about Satanism. To the broader audience who watched this movie and still remember it, this is like the satanic cult movie where the Antichrist is born. It's so scary that Satan is in it. But like, if you watch the movie that's nowhere near the scariest thing that happens in it, which seems weird. But the scary thing is that you get to be a vulnerable pregnant woman surrounded by these overbearing monstrous Hmm. people that want to control everything about you and your child. Like that's the actual terror of the movie. And it's, it's strange that there's this cultural rift that comes whenever you watch the movie and actually experience it. You're like, wow, this is shocking psychologically and this broader cultural awareness where
0: it's like it's a subtle, the subtle devil that's the scare.
1: devil is scarier because well, he's bigger.
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> but I think I think the, the you know you know what it, it is too. Spector, I I mean and, and, and I'm and I'm speculating here, but I feel like it must be in the back of every woman's mind like when they're pregnant like you know, what if I bring forth a monster into the world, right? Like what if my son or my daughter is like a horrel killer. Yeah,
1: on earth has a mother. Yeah. So there is something to that.
0: So like, you know, so Satan is kind of like a good, like it's obviously like a really, uh, it's the, it's the biggest symbol of that that you can invoke. But I feel (laughs) like it, I I feel like it kind of gets at that same idea. So, um, but yeah, I don't know. I I would definitely say a movie like the exorcist is more concretely about the fear of the devil and things like that. um, Mm -hmm.
1: Kind of deals with the same imagery too. There's a lot of like this this lingering Catholic guilt that invades the horror of both movies. So, have we done well, The Exorcist yet? I feel like we talked about it. Did we? Not? We, ha- we haven't done no? The
0: Exorcist. No, that's oh, not oh man, what
1: how did we miss that one? We did Poltergeist, even
0: that joke of a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I I think Exorcist is a great movie, but um, you know, there's. Uh, yeah, it's been a it's been probably about fifteen years. We, since I, I want saw to point last. out to our audience:
1: we are going to do what was it? Sleepwalkers before doing The Exorcist. Think well, about Well, no, that. we don't
0: have to do this Sleepwalkers. The podcast you're
1: listening to. It's happening, Davis. <laughs> don't try to worm out
0: of the, this the, the, Well, the point the point of doing that is Joel and I are going to have a debate. And the funny thing is, I don't think Joel's even seen the movie That's yet. A terrible so,
1: way to say massacre, man. Yeah. Well, I, so yeah. I about to slay
0: you on. Well, we'll see. Be we'll see because I think I did very good in our uh, our Rocky Four uh our rocky four debate um, i'll
2: be the judge yep. and decide who is right
1: after <laughs> well, you you know what reviews. i kind of love that I, I i'll yeah you can arbitrate that beautiful
0: <laughs> but uh but but either way i think um but but the thing what i was going to say is we don't even know maybe you watch sleepwalkers and you'll discover that you like it and there'll be no if reason i
1: love that. this movie i'm doomed <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: i find something charming in it where i'm like wow that actually
0: is kind of oh no i mean well you know what it is i feel like there are movies that i saw and i thought they were cool and my friends thought they were cool and we never heard anything about them being bad and then 15 20 years later people on the internet decide they're bad and it's like you know i don't know i have to wonder how real the badness is when that happens i
1: will grant you that because i don't think that because i i remember and this is a real thing that i have to admit to uh, as publicly as possible. I remember really enjoying the first Michael Bay Transformers movie.
0: Like, I, I did too. I, I did too. A hundred percent.
1: And then I started talking about it online and it kind of came to my mind where I was like, Oh, actually that it was kind of disappointing. And then every other Michael Bay Transformers movie happened. And I'm like, okay, no, this is, this is actually wretched, but I changed my mind after talking to the people yes, about it. That's... And it might be that I was only able to reflect on the movie more and it just sort of like clarified why it was actually disappointing because I just hadn't considered it from all those angles before. And it, it was an enriching experience. But it could be that I'm an easily led and influenced loser with no personality of my own. And we're going to leave the audience to determine that. <laughs>
2: yeah, I often find those sequels can ruin the original movie just yes. by oh, their like terribleness. Oh, like the
1: Matrix Revolutions. Oh, I... God. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, the Matrix would be the classic, and they did it two times over. So, like... uh, (laughs) I just
2: kept digging.
0: Yeah, like, we're going to do a two and a three on this one.
1: Like, number
0: one, number two confirms that, yes, this is set in the world of darkness, right? Like, it was just like, you know, that that, that was was what killed the Matrix. Because that vague connection to that kind of aesthetic was fine. But then once they explicitly went, it was just like, no, this is just, you know this is just vampire this is awful now you know um and and part three the less said about part three the better i think
1: oh uh, god we, we probably should review all of them at some point all three of well, us
2: do. well you know what i i haven't actually seen the third one i never made it you so. haven't, oh my either. god
0: the plot hole the <laughs> plot holes in part three are like epic it's just it's it's just I was I was honestly
2: surprised there was a sequel. Because I mean, I realized the ending like kind of is ambiguous to an extent, but I felt like, oh yeah, God. I felt like I had closure. I walked out of the theater. I'm like, oh, that was good. Okay, he's enlightened now. And now he's going to go off and win. And yeah. yeah, yeah. And
1: there's disappointing news for you about everything that happened to the Bodhisattva after he was enlightened. He basically stood staring at a mountain for the rest of his life and then exactly. died. Like exactly. it's not once he no, becomes there's... Superman, everything's boring after that.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: No, uh, that that was definitely a movie that did not need a, a sequel. I had the same no. experience. You, you, was like that is a complete viewing experience. Why would they ever make a sequel? And then they they yeah. went and they made one. Um, cannot
1: yeah. add, only subtract. This is the Highlander two of of uh, science no, fiction movies. Highla- Highlander two
0: is uh, is like categories. the apex of. Of of, it's, of, of it, it, instead of the
1: zenith, it is the Nadir. It is like the thing that karmically balances out Terminator 2 Judgment Day.
0: Right? <laughs> if we if we didn't have Highlander 2, we wouldn't have had Terminator 2 Judgment yep, Day. You have to have them both, or else the universe will be out of balance. It's, it's just unfortunate that Highlander had to be you know what was sacrificed. Um, what what a tragic tragic loss to us all. Well, I do want to, I do want to resume on um, Bloodsport Commando at some point. So maybe we'll we'll do some Bloodsport Commando.
1: It's called Bloodsport Commando. Yeah, that's the oh, uh, yeah
0: yeah we did that. um we did um because our first movie was Bloodsport, and then what was the second movie? I don't know. Just like, like uh, you know movies like Roadhouse and like you know mm. <laughs> like just you know that kind of thing. Um, Commando, yeah. yeah. man we it's haven't like actually done thing. Commando yet, though, so I'd like I'd like to do Commando at some point. Um, oh man! Yeah, I was I was a big '80s action movie kid growing up. Yeah, um, I feel like outside. we're straying from Rosemary's Baby. We are very stray. <laughs> <from> Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> I
2: don't think we've ever gone this far off the path before. Actually. That's you know
0: what it is. It's because we're doing these later at night, and that naturally yeah, leads I, to meandering far Peter away. King. Yeah, the Sundowner
1: syndrome is setting in for all of us because we're all doddering old men. Well, <laughs> back in my day, terminators came from the future. <laughs> yeah, <anyway. laughs>
0: well, but uh, but anyways, yeah. So we'll probably leave it there, and uh, and and we'll be. We're, so we're going to be continuing with this uh, demonic theme. Uh, so we did Night of the Demons and Rosemary's Baby, and I don't remember what we have lined up next.
1: Uh, I really want to do Demonic Toys because it's got it in the name, and then we
0: can do then we can do Puppet Master versus Demonic Toys. Well, Demonic is Toys.
1: Excited for that.
0: I was also th- realizing that Chucky is a possibility because technically that was like yeah. a Satanist plot in the you know. There uh, is, yeah, there is. It's way dumber than Rosemary's.
2: Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? Like voodoo, technically, or something. I I I, 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 I haven't seen and it voodoo in about it off the
0: table. seventeen that, that, years. So I I remembered him being a, the guy that that inhabits Chucky's body being a Satanist, but maybe it was voodoo. I yeah,
2: I could be wrong. I'm not. I'm not gonna gonna i just, I just not sure We'll, we'll yeah, have we'll
1: to be, research that Ground yeah. rules of, of the demon month has got to be We can't allow any voodoo That's not the devil enough yeah, It's got to be explicitly
0: not, the devil Yeah, it has to be the devil, I agree Oh
1: man, I can't wait for voodoo month That's going to be so vaguely racist and fun
0: <laughs> I don't think we can do are they, I mean, there's Plague of the Zombies And like there's a, Cannibal Holocaust? Okay, well, I don't know if I want to do Cannibal uh, Holocaust
2: Serpent <laughs> in
0: the Rainbow Serpent in the Rainbow yeah, that, That's a good one but that I feel like it cheapens Serpent in the Rainbow to make it part of Voodoo Month. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> It does. Cheapen it. It's it is on another that, level. That that right is now. like one of the be- that that, I would that is to one of like
2: the like it and white zombie back to back with you know
0: no. Serpent yeah. in the Rainbow is one of these movies I like deliberately avoid watching so that I don't get sick of it. Do you know what I mean? Like I like yeah. it's it's a movie that must be yeah. savored. Um, yeah, yeah I, I do
1: that with Seven Samurai because I love I. Oh, my God, I'm so in love. I'm so I've got such a boner for Akira Kurosawa, but I just I can't watch it over and over. I'll begin to hate it. Yeah, I, I know yeah. I will. So I'm just like, nope, nope. Once a year, that's my max. <laughs> uh, same thing with Groundhog's Day. I can watch I, one time a year. It's a masterpiece. And it's always on the same day, of course. But if I watch it any more than the mirror, I'm like, uh, okay, it is kind of annoying though.
0: Yeah, I kind of hit that with Groundhog Day because they played it on HBO a bunch, and I. A bit yeah,
1: over. Was... yeah. Also, I, I think What About
0: good, Bob it. is a superior movie to to Groundhog Day, controversially. Um, I that is We saw that one.
1: I, it's... Oh, you didn't? It's really good, actually. I highly recommend it. It's no yeah. Captain Ron,
0: but it's pretty good.
2: <laughs> I saw Captain Ron in the theater. That's a classic.
0: Good man. All right, so we'll we'll head out. Uh, apparently, we're going to be <laughs> watching just, some Bill Yeah, of this place. and and and, yeah. <laughs> and next time we'll be back with some more demons.